Welcome to church. There's a showward assembly, an exciting congregation of God's people, under the pastoral care of Dr. Dennis Eng and his amiable wife, Pastor I.T. Our mission is to raise champions who are passionate for God, winning in life and changing the world. Our vision is to be a growing community of worshippers and ministers from every tribe and tongue, taking the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever we go. Showward, raising champions. There are relationships that are called destiny relationships. God brings you in touch with people that you can never forget, that are to be a part of your life for life. And our guest is one of such men. Um, yeah, we got to meet him while we were in the university. But he became my pastor for about three years. Um, 1987, 1988, 1989. But by 1990, he was the one that wedded my wife and I. Part of his church. Yes. And even though we were in some other ministry, moved on in life, but we kept that relationship. He has always been a part of our lives. I am a part of his family. All his children know me completely by name. If they say Pastor Dennis, they know who that is. And Bishop Suite is not a stranger to my family. He has been such a big blessing to my wife and I over the years. And I am so delighted that he is here today. He lives in Houston, Texas with his family and some of his children. Um, he is a young man, young looking handsome as ever, but he's a father of plenty grandchildren. All right. Um, not long ago, I saw the picture of when he was much younger. He was wearing afro. He was wearing afro, very slim, wearing flea trousers, standing on platform. And I got it and sent it to him in the U.S. And I said, Bishop, this is you as a young man. I think by then he must have been maybe in his late 20s. I suspect or early 30s. He was looking funky. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> not that he's not looking funky now, but he's a bishop. He can't be looking funky as a bishop. <laughs> bishop must look ecclesiastical. Uh, but that picture was something as was from another world. So I had to remind him of how he used to look. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Please, I wanted to honor my bishop stand. And let's receive him. Bishop Ayiba Subite, Great man of God. Please put your hands together. Let's receive my bishop. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. David said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. How many of you are glad to be here today? There are mates, you, some of your mates who were in the school with you, who grew up with you, who are not alive today. Some of them are in the mortuary, some are in the hospital. True or false? Some of them are beggars on the street. Some sleep under the bridge. But look at you. Can you give a clap offering to Jesus? Every day you are looking better. You are looking stronger. 
and where you were before people see you today and they're wondering how did he get to this place it is god's doing right god's doing like he just said in the early 80s man some sundays ago um, last sometime last year i went to a church in aquaibom and i decided to show them a picture of what i used to look like 1980 something and i asked them do you know this person some said no because i never looked like me true some said even that picture you, you sent to me some didn't know they don't believe it is me <laughs> because every day god is changing me amen when you serve god sincerely from your heart god will change you from where you used to be to where he wants you to be because god have everything about you in his own agenda listen he had your structure in his file he has a plan for your life he said for in the book of jeremiah he said i know what i think concerning you thoughts of good and not thoughts of evil to give you an end with an expectation god did not plan to create you send you to the world to suffer until you die that's not god's plan when you see people who suffer all their lifetime is because they have refused to let god be god in their lives well one of my friends is here in church i invited her she asked me which church are you going to preach i told her she was a student in faith training center several years ago um she's a pastor in her church in port Harcourt, and her husband is a, a retired pilot mrs ogunjobi can you stand up for recognition praise the lord <laughs> so i also invited people to church amen thank you for coming god bless you her husband was a pilot for several years and retired i knew in fact while she was in our bible school her, some of her children were in our children's bible school at the same time and uh, i thank god that we still kept that relationship till today amen amen so where you are today is not a permanent bus stop if you are passing through whatever you are passing through don't ever think that is the end of you you may be suffering going through stress and difficulty god is preparing for a better place i came from the um from the embassy this evening and i got to the house my wife made dinner for me and while i was eating i said to her consider yourself an american so that they leave that story i said consider yourself an american she said what do you mean because number one she had never been to american embassy number two we did not discuss it i got to embassy to get my green card and they said to me don't you want to go with your wife and your last two children i said i want to they said okay go and give them your passport you don't need to come back let them come to the embassy and we shall give four of you so she didn't know what was already happening that a miracle has taken place that is going to be your portion this year that a miracle of surprise something you are not expecting you didn't hear me a miracle you are not expecting so by the time i busted the news she was looking at me like what do you mean i said they said i should give you my passport and marriage certificate and you should come with the last two children who were under 20. 
And that was all. What I did was to book them for the interview, pay their visa fee, and they went to the embassy. When they got to the embassy, the embassy people at the entrance said to them, is your husband an American? She said no. So why are you coming with an empty passport? And saying you are coming for, they said, he said, they said. And anyway, he has so much money to waste. Go and waste your money. Or go and waste his money. They went inside. The first set of people interviewed them. And they couldn't understand. They, they, they said, okay, go sit down. We shall talk to you later. They set up a panel. When the panel sat, they looked through my record. And they said to them, let us give them the green card. They didn't ask for visa. They didn't ask for visa. You know it's good to have a visa, not talk of green card for nothing. You're on your own. Green card just follow. They said, don't you want to? They asked me. I didn't ask them. You shall receive favor this year without requesting for the favor. Without applying for favor. When your mind is aligned with God's word, favor will locate you in the name of Jesus. So when they came back to Port Harcourt, I said to them, all right, don't worry, I'll go pick up the green cards. And I went pick up. When we got to the entrance point in, 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 in Virginia, the um, immigration looked at our file and they said they are government official. Let them go in. Government. So when we are coming out, I said to my wife, we are government official. <laughs> So four of us became government officials without any program, no, no planning, nothing. We became special people. They treated us like kings. And I took them in. And uh, when we got home, I said, can you imagine what God can do? God can let people treat you beyond your expectation. Every time I give this testimony, people don't believe it's true. That I did not apply for green card for my family. Embassy asked me, don't you want? Can you imagine? Don't you want? And I said, I want. They said, could we go and give them empty passport and give them your marriage certificate to prove that you are married? And that was all. That was all that I did. And today, that's where they belong. Now, is it not possible that God can change your story? Now talk to me. Is it not possible? You didn't answer me. I said, is it not possible? So why are you always looking down on yourself? You stand in the mirror. You say, look at all my mates are like this. And look at me. This you can become. Thank God in this church they greet you all as what? Excellency. If you're an excellency means that's a prophetic word. You didn't hear what I said. That's prophetic word. Don't just say your excellency for mouth. That's a prophecy, meaning very soon a governor will come from this church. I don't know whom the governor will be, but my joy is that if the governor comes from this church and Dr. Dennis Inyang is the pastor of the governor, I already have access. I have access. And you put greet yourself as excellency, and you think it's a joke. It's not a joke. That is confession. The Bible says confession brings what? Possession. What you constantly say about yourself, you will become. I told my last daughter, when she finished high school, secondary school, I told her you are not going to do your degree program in Nigeria. 
I kept saying it, but then they've not told us anything about, do you want to go with them? I kept telling her, you will not do your degree in Nigeria. By then, I did not know that embassy was preparing for me. Today, she's the president of African students in her school. From nothing. From nowhere. I don't have brother in America. I don't have sister in America. I don't have father or mother. I God. So, change your mindset. And put your faith in God. And know that if God can do it for somebody. He can do a better one for you. You didn't hear what I said. This service is a miracle and, uh, and communion service. Meaning a miracle can happen in your life. In this service. All you need is to change your mind about yourself. For as a man thinketh in his heart. So is he. As a woman thinketh in her heart. So is she. Stop thinking about for all these years I've been married, nothing is working for me. It's a lie. You are passing through a test. You will soon pass that test and things will work in your favor. It begins with your thoughts, your imagination. When you are taught, when your thoughts are negative, everything about you will be negative. But when your thought becomes positive and you align with God's word, even when others give up, God will make a provision for you. I want to say emphatically that we serve a God that sees and knows. As you are thinking right now, he knows what you are thinking. What is in your heart? My children can't become anything. I don't have money to send them to school. I've been in ministry, full-time ministry for 44 years by this year. And for 44 years, I've not been on salary. How did I send my children to school? How did I send them to school? For the four years in ministry, no salary, no allowance. And I sent children to university. How? My first daughter had her PhD. My second had her master's. My first son is a medical doctor. How did I do that? By faith. I believe God that they will go to school. First year, my first daughter couldn't go to primary one. Because I couldn't buy even a cricket wake up for her to wear to go to school. And I kept telling her, very soon all your clothes will be bought from abroad. But then I never know abroad. I kept telling her, don't mind. Don't just sit in the house. Don't mind them. Very soon. In fact, don't worry yourself. You travel all over the world. By next year, I was able to buy a cricket wake up for her. Today she's a PhD holder. And I told her, all your dress will be from abroad. I buy from London, I buy from US. There are so much that every occasion they are going, they have dress suits that you'll be wondering, who is this children's father or mother? Because I spoke it. Stop speaking negative things about yourself. Stop speaking negative things about your marriage, about your children. One of these days, I used to tell them, I said, very soon there will be so much cars in this house, but then I had no bicycle tube. No tube. Cars are now busy. Hey, Mr. So-so-and-so driver, come on, go and clean the other car. I was saying it, and I became what I'm saying. I became, I was telling my church in Africa, when I said, all of you should use me now, because soon I'll be very scarce. 
I'll be traveling all over the world. By then, no visa at all. I'll go to embassy. They will say, we don't believe you are married. Then I had four children. They said they don't believe I'm married. Because I was so loquacious. I kept going and going. They said they don't believe you are married. So we can't give you visa. I told them, use me now. Ask all the questions because soon you won't be seeing me always. Today, what is happening to me? They see me on the end of year. So, think about what you want to be. Stop sitting back and complaining. You may not have the money in your account today. does not mean that your story will not change. Things may not be working the way you thought it should work. does not mean that God doesn't have a plan. He said, for I know the plans I think towards you. The thoughts I think towards you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you an expectation with an ending. God has a plan for your life. So, why not align yourself with that plan? By beginning to speak positive about you. Everybody may say you are a failure in life. I was in a conference in Atlanta, Georgia several years ago. A white man came to speak in this conference. And he said he failed all the exams until they sent him out of school. Some years after he went back to school, he was able to succeed. Today is in business. And this man flies everywhere he wants with his private jet. He was a failure. Now he had private jets. He goes on holiday with his family by flying out. I'm talking to you now. That very soon. You, have, you don't have to be uh, the best businessman in the world. But God can surprise you with miracles that when those that knew you are past see you tomorrow, they will be amazed and they will say, is it the same person I used to know? I'm talking to you right now. That God can change your story. If you can change your mindset about you, stop thinking negative about you. Stop letting people put you down. In fact, when they put you down, go home and rejoice. That they saw what is coming. That's why they are painting it bad. When you are a star. People will look down on you. Because you are too bright for them to look at. They want to block your starship. So that you can be like them. When you are a star. People will gossip you more. They will speak more evil about you. I said I used to be very lepacious. Lepacious. My wife would tell me. No matter what you eat, you can't be fat. One day I came from America. I said, ah, daddy, you are so fat as I'm competing with you. <laughs> I told him, I'm competing with you. You said, I can't be fat. Now you've seen the change. You won't be what you are like this forever. It's not your final bus stop. Change your mindset about you. Begin to say what God said in his word. Do you know who you are? How many of you know who you are here? Do you know that God said in his image he made you? So whom do you look like? If you look like God, why would you accept what people say about you? That are not true. If you look like God means you have the capacity to change your condition. To change your situation. To become the man, the woman that God has ordained for you to be. If you have an ailment in your system and they told you you can never get better. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Your body is a temple. You didn't hear that one. Your body is what? A temple of the Holy Ghost. How can a temple of the Holy Ghost be infused with demons or sickness and disease 
and the enemy will celebrate that he has power over that person it's not true so this new year 2022 february 2022 we have too many tools now means you are going to experience not a miracle but double miracle it, it, it begins with you if you can make up your mind that from today in the midst of whatever i'm going through i will celebrate god's faithfulness god will bring it to pass in your life and i'm sure that not long from today your testimony will shake this house in the name of jesus your testimony will shake this house begin today to change your mindset about you when i got my green card my friends who used to travel to america every day one of them asked me how did you get it i said i didn't pay anything so my friend paid 8.5 million for each member of his family to get green card another one said i have a businessman friend in america who i'm going to ask him to put half a million dollar in my account so i'll get green card he's still in nigeria till today he used to travel everywhere but today he cannot travel anywhere where you are today is not a final stop it's a process stop thinking that you have come to the last bus stop it's not true god is preparing you for something higher tell your neighbor god is preparing me for something higher i didn't say whisper to your neighbor i said tell your neighbor speak like you mean what you are saying if you agree with that say amen. amen god is preparing you where you are is a class test you will pass your test and you go to the next level you will not remain where you are god is taking you to the next level things are going to change in your life those that knew your past those that laugh at your yesterday they shall hear your story tomorrow and they will be ashamed whenever they see you they will say is it the same person is it the same person is it the same person yes they can talk down on you today but there's a tomorrow and we're looking forward to that tomorrow tomorrow your story is changing and men that knew your past will see your tomorrow and they will say only god can do this hallelujah hallelujah only god can do this only god can do this so stop looking down on yourself and begin to trust god that things are changing in your favor i'll be sharing briefly because i've spent half of my time already the healing power of god and my test shall be taken from mark chapter 10 from verse 46 to 52. mark 10. mark 10 46. Mark 10 46. I mean, yeah, verse 46. Now they came to Jericho. As he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the road, road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Blind Bartimaeus had the stories of Jesus 
the healing power of Jesus and the miracles he had worked in the lives of people. And when he heard that Jesus was coming, he could not hold his peace. He was a blind man. He did not see him. He only heard the story. And he began to shout ahead of time, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Meaning, change my story. Change my story. Listen to me. Listen to me. In every family, there is a star. You are that star that God wants to raise. What you are going through today is that God is preparing you so that when you become that star, you will not misbehave on the way. You are a star in your family. For being in church today, member of this church, God is preparing you. You'll be the, the lifter up of the head of members of your family. When anything goes wrong, they cannot solve it until they call your name. If you agree with that, say amen. amen. I didn't hear that. Amen. amen. You are the star in that home. Amen. That's why God brought you here today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then many warned him to be quiet. But he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. Many cried out and said, shut up your mouth. Stop shouting. Don't you know he's the Messiah? It's Jesus coming. The more they tell him keep quiet, he cried out the more. Don't let anybody quench your star. When you are close to your miracle, the enemy will attack you. I wrote a book titled just before your miracle. There's interplay in the realm of the spirit when a miracle is about to happen in your life. The enemy will want to stop it. For example, Daniel prayed and the prince of Persia withstood the angels from bringing the... The Bible said from the day he began to pray, God sent an angel and the prince of Persia stood on the way to hinder him from bringing the answer. For how many days? 21 days. Daniel did not give up. Until there was a reinforcement. Your reinforcement is coming. You didn't hear what I said. Your reinforcement is coming. Daniel kept praying over the same subject. Even though there was a delay in the answer. God sent the answer from the day he began to pray. He never saw result. He did not give up. He kept praying. Trusting God. For 21 days. And when the answer came, the angel told him, from the day you began to pray, God sent an answer. But the prince of Pesha withstood us from bringing the result. But God sent another angel to give reinforcement. And we have come today to give you an answer. That shall be your portion. That a reinforcement is coming. God is sending reinforcement to cause you not to be held back. But to receive answer to that prayer. This man here. Blind Bartimaeus. Everybody was shouting at him. Shut up your mouth. Stop shouting. Don't you respect the personality coming here. Why are you disturbing our peace? He shouted. The more they said stop. The more he shouted louder. Until Jesus heard his voice. And said to them. Bring him to me. When he came to him, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said, that I may receive my sight. That's all I want. I want to see. Most times, people ask us what we want. We don't even understand what to say. 
Jesus met a man by the pool of Bethesda who had been there for several years. Is it 38 years? 38 years. He was by the pool of Bethesda. Jesus came by him. He didn't know whom Jesus was. He had, so he asked him, do you want to be made whole? He said, ah, I don't have anybody to help me. That was not the question. The question was, do you want to be made whole? When the embassy people asked me, don't you want to go with your wife and children? I would have said, I didn't apply for them. I would have said, I didn't apply for them, but I said, yes. Simple answer. And the matter was solved. I didn't explain. I said, yes. Blind Batimio, I mean, uh, the man by the pool of Bethesda said, I don't have anybody to help me. Whenever the angels come to trouble the water, those that have people carry their people into the water and they get healed. But for me, before I struggle to get near the water, the miracle has taken place. You don't have to have people. You have God on your side. You have God on your side. So no matter what situation it is, God can solve your situation. He can solve your problem. He can give an answer to your situation. When Jesus saw the kind of person he was, he didn't say to him, do you have faith? He used his own faith to heal him. He said, carry your bed and go home. Carry your bed and go home. That was when he trusted the man and said, okay, he carried his bed. I'm sure he was shocked going home. He'll be wondering, is it me in the physical or the dream world? Am I really the one going home? Or is my spirit going home? He took his bed and went home. Most of us answer questions wrongly whenever we're asked. We don't even know the source of the question. Do you want to be made whole? I don't have anybody to help me. That is stupid, right? You should have asked the person if you, in fact, if you want to make investigation, you like ask him, may I know who you are, please? But he didn't ask. He only said, I don't have anybody to help. And most of us here give that kind of excuse. The reason why I'm suffering is because I don't have anybody to help me. Is that an answer? No, that is complain. You are complaining about your condition. We should change from complaining and begin to live like People that were made in the image of God. And Jesus said, the works that I do, you shall do also. Why? Because you are made in his image. You were made in his image means you have the capacity to function in the same way that he functioned. You are made in his image and he sent you into the world to fulfill a destiny. You are made in his image and he sent you here to become star. In your home, in your environment, that people will see you and give God the glory. But in most times, we don't even think about all these. We keep giving excuses why. Why I could not pay my rent is because I don't have anybody to help me with money to pay the bills. There's a source that never runs dry. There's a source. They sold the house I was living in several years ago. And somebody called me from Nigeria. Are you not coming home for end of year because of Susan So program? I would love to come, but we don't even have a home to stay. He said, okay, when you come, I'll give you as much as a million naira to rent a house anywhere in Port Aycourt. He didn't know that I was planning to build even if it's a boys' quarter. By the time I came, he gave me one million plus other monies that I came with. I told Apostle Numbere, 
I want to build even if it's a boys' quarter. He said, what? Boys' quarter? Yes, sir. The day he came to meet us living under a decked house, he said to me, is it a boys' quarter? I said, yes, sir. He kept looking at the decking. Is it boys' quarter? I said, yes, sir. Okay, when he finished coming to dedicate, I said, dedicate it now, sir. I didn't know he was going to die soon. He dedicated the house and left. Ten bedrooms, five parlor boys' quarter. Ten bedrooms, yet no salary, Apostle Dennis. Oh, sorry, Bishop-elect. We are waiting for the house to be completed because the dedication is, consecration is going to be there. How many of you have seen him dressed like a bishop before? Uh -huh, he's, he's already saying it. So we are waiting for the consecration. When the building is completed, we are consecrating him bishop. Can you imagine that? You don't even have money to pay rent. And people are saying, I will give you. Can't you get such favor? You cannot. You are not answering me. You are looking at me. Looking at, as if, looking at me as if I'm joking. I'm not joking. I was coming to Lagos. So I went to a friend's house. He said, it's in Abuja. It's okay. The wife saw me and said, ah, come. Bishop, please wait and eat. After eating. I left in the night. I called the husband and said, thank you very much. Your wife gave me dinner. He said she was to give you $100. But I don't know why she missed it. She said she wanted to give you $100. That was on Friday. But um, will you be able to stop by the house on Friday mo Saturday morning before you go to the airport? I said, okay. Okay, I'll tell her to give you $200. When I pick up the envelope, it was $300. So the wife was to give me $100. I didn't ask for it. I was coming to Nigeria in December with my wife at the airport. And then I was speaking with a friend of mine, Bishop Imong. And then I called the wife, my sister. So the wife said, oh, you are going to Nigeria. I had planned to. God had been touching my heart to send you something. But I don't know why I did. Okay, I'm going to send it $500. Could God do it for you? Yeah. He didn't hear me. Could God do it for you? Yeah. Am I unique more than you are? No. We're all made the same way in God's image. You are unique. So you can get favor. There's some things lead to having favor from God. Live a clean life. Be a giver. Be what? Don't give and then tell the world I gave. Don't be bitter against people. Be open at heart. Somebody took our church in Nicodemus. You know about it. Then the church was 274 members. It took remaining 15. When I came to God, I told the church, let us pray that God should forgive him. Can you imagine? You raised a church of 270 something. Brought a pastor in. And he connived behind you and took remaining 15 members. I told them because the sheep he took are God's sheep. If any of them get missing, he will give account to God. Let us ask God to forgive him. We prayed and forgave him. Nine years after he came and called me. She knows they were in the same class with, with her. Told my friend Ebom, said, please call your friend. Let us settle. Nine years after, I asked him, supposing one of us have died, where will you stay to say sorry? I have forgiven you long ago. The church forgave you. I left the matter with God and him. It's not my business. He didn't take my church. He took God's church. 
we will give account to God if any of the sheep get missing. Let's live a clean heart. Don't hold grudge against people. When you keep forgiving and forgetting, God will keep blessing you. Amen. But when you keep holding grudge, you are carrying demons on your head. How many of you can carry this loudspeaker, four of them on your head and run? Come on, talk to me. You carry bitterness, number one, anger, number two, jealousy, number three, and uh, unforgiveness, number four. That's heavy load. You can't go far. No matter what you pray, each of them are a block blocking you from the, the, the kingdom, from God answering your prayer. Forgive your husband. Forgive your wife. Keep living a free life. God will take you beyond your expectation. In the name of Jesus. When Blam Bartimaeus came to Jesus, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He said that I may receive my sight. And what did Jesus answer him? Verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. What was his faith? How did he display his faith? He was shouting, Jesus, that son of David, have mercy on me. He believed that Jesus can solve his problem. Are you here today and you believe Jesus can change your story? He can heal you. He can turn your life around. He can reposition you for the best. All of you that live in Lagos, you don't know that a lot of people are desiring to live in Lagos. When you go back to your village, people are looking at you as living abroad. Wow. He lives in Lagos. You don't know where they place you. And you keep looking down on yourself. Can you change your lifestyle, your mindset, and then begin to think positive about you? Yes, I live in Lagos. And in this Lagos, my story shall be told around the world. People will hear my testimony and they will tell the world that God had blessed me. You did not come here by coincidence, by chance, or by accident. God brought you here for a divine purpose. And he will fulfill that purpose. He told blind Bartimaeus, your faith, your faith, your faith, even when everybody was telling him, shut up, he kept shouting, have mercy on me. Don't let opposition quench your spirit. Don't let attacks from your neighbors quench your spirit. Today they may laugh at you. Do you know where you'll be tomorrow? Several years ago when I resigned from civil service in 1978 to full-time ministry. My salary was less than 100 naira. 1978. And uh, two years after my boss saw me at the airport. Hey, so Peter, come, 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 come. I ran to him. Please, we want you back at work. I was working to pressure and feed the nation. Those are brothers in, the, in Christ whom you left behind. They are fake. Our general secretary had died in Lagos. They want me to go to Lagos and represent the organization Operation Feed the Nation. I mean, have you heard of OFN before? We want, they want me to come to Lagos and it's only you that can represent us in the south. I said to him, thank you, sir. I'm a pastor. Yes, be pastor, but come and be Operation Feed the Nation representative in the south. I said, no, sir. Thank you, sir. Listen, you may be looked down upon today. The world will look for you tomorrow. It's your mindset.
I walked in the ship several years ago and at uh, Kidney Island. God woke me up in the night and told me, go down this part of the ship. I run down and jump into the um, barge. And I saw a speedboat coming. I've not told you this before. A speedboat came and stopped with Carton of Naira. And they told me, just let us carry these chairs. And we shall give you this money. We brought this money for you. I told them, if you don't leave this place now, I'll call the captain of the ship. And I jumped back into the ship, running up the speed off. Can you imagine that you have that cheap money? 1978, how do you think I look like? And I saw a carton of Naira, and I refused to take. I refused to take because I had a future that is brighter than that carton of Naira. That money will have not lasted till today. But God is still sustaining me till now. Let us stop complaining. Stop cheating. Stop lying. Live a decent life and God will promote you. Live a life that is worthy of the kingdom of Christ. Stop marrying ten wives with one in the house and the rest are... Uh, everybody know you have one wife but you have nine outside. Change. The same with women. Stop. Every time you sleep with another woman, every spirit in that family, you carry it on your head. Whatever covenant is in that home, you are carrying it. That's why some people are suffering today because they carry too many demons in their lives. And they think they are smart. I can sleep with the girl, nothing will happen to me. In this realm of the spirit, you are carrying demons. You are carrying demons upon yourself. Be content with your wife. What she had is what the other woman has. True or false? Oh, if you like, don't answer me. It's the same thing she had. Why don't you be content? Every time, the first time we raise somebody from the dead, I was to teach Bible study. We call it faith clinic in those days. Thursday evening. God said, go home. I went back home after so many resistance. Get somebody to teach the Bible class. I got home, a dead child was at the corner of my house, at Abiyapo. And I asked the mother, they are coming to see me this afternoon, the husband and the, the girl, or the wife. I said to the mother of this girl, why did you bring a dead child to my house? He said, Pastor, I believe in your prayer. This was 1982, But you are not a member of my church. She goes to brotherhood, and then bringing a child from, a member of brotherhood, bringing her child to my house. I'm Pentecostal. I've never been brotherhood before. She said, I brought my child to you because I believe in your prayers. When she said that, I couldn't move anymore. I couldn't resist. I told my wife, let's go to the office. I took her to the office. I said, look, if they take this child out of here dead, we're in trouble. Because it will affect our ministry. Let us agree. We agreed and prayed, knelt down and prayed in the office. I came back, I told her, go home, come back later and pick your child. Before she came, the child was sitting down eating. Eating. She's alive. She's one of the marriage counselors in Lagos. Doing very well. Doing very well. When you live in harmony with your wife, in spite of what you are passing through, with your husband in harmony, when you agree in prayer, God will answer. I've been married for 43 years now. 
We have had issues, but God has resolved it for us. 43, 43, not 13 or 14. Not 32, 43. Can you be married for 43 and you don't have problems? You will have. We are not born by the same parents. We came from different backgrounds, so we must have difficulties or misunderstanding. But we came to a point where, where today, today we speak one language. Today we speak one language. So what am I saying? Stop fighting and seeing other girls or other men as being better than your husband or your wife. You can make your wife become like those people you are envying outside. You can make your husband become like... You see, IT and Dennis dancing here. Hmm. When he came to take the mic, you see him dancing as earlier as she was dancing. They were not dancing like this when I knew them. But bit by bit, they improve it. They have improved to a point where they can give you all kinds of styles. All kinds of styles. As for IT, I don't even want to make comment. If you... Those of you who are following IT steps, don't go into playing for clubs tomorrow because you will miss the target. Because some Christian people, after they sing for God for some years, they get in, in seduced by worldly people and they take them out to clubs and they say they are making money. How far will the money take you? The best way to make money is in the house of God. When you are serving God with your heart, he will promote you beyond human expectation. And when he blesses you, nobody can stop you anymore. So be confident that where you are today is not a final bus stop. God is taking you somewhere. As you sing, sing from your heart. Sing because God will promote you very soon. And beyond everything else, know that God is a rewarder of them that seek him diligently. Keep seeking God. When you have, thank him. When you don't have, thank him. He's taking you up somewhere. Even when you can't pay your bills, go thank God. Father, thank you that I couldn't pay my bills. I know you have a plan for me. He said in the book of Jeremiah, I know the thoughts I think concerning you. Thoughts of good and not thoughts of evil. To give you an expectation with an ending. He has a plan for your life. So right where you are today, no money in your account, everything is zero. God has a plan. Think about this. A prisoner that was accused for being a rapist was invited by the king one day and he became a prince over Egypt and the king said to him no man lift up his hand or his foot in this land except by your permission his family members sold him to slavery because of envy huh? you know his name Joseph they envied him and sold him out to slavery. In the house of Potiphar, Potiphar gave him charge of over everything except his wife. And the wife, when the man went to work, said to her, to him, if my husband had given you power over everything in this house, who am I? I give you myself. Come and sleep with me. The boy said, no. You are my master's wife. He said, no. I give you myself for free. When Joseph resisted, as he was jumping out of the heart, the man, the woman gripped her, his clothes and took it as an evidence that he wanted to rape me. Joseph was thrown into prison, but he did not give up. He held to the vision that God gave him. 
He became a prime minister. Those that spoke against him yesterday, they came and bowed before him. Not knowing that that was Joseph. Where you are today is not final bus stop. You are heading somewhere. People that mocked at you yesterday will soon bow before you. But you must be strong and refuse to let bitterness occupy your mind. Refuse to let anger. Refuse to gossip and backbite. Refuse to envy those who are driving their limousine right now. A time is coming when your own will not be one limousine. It will be chains of them. But it begins with the mindset you have. Can we stand on our feet, everybody? I want you to pray for yourself. If you have anybody you have not forgiven, your wife, your husband, your neighbors, your father because he did not send you to school, your mother because she did not raise you well, forgive now. And clear your mind of every obstacle because you are in your season of blessing. Not just blessing. In the book of Joel he said, <clears throat> I will restore to you that which the canker woman has stolen. And my people shall not be ashamed. I will restore to you. God wants to restore to you what the enemy has stolen from you in the past. He wants to restore to you. Can you begin to pray for yourself? If there's anything in your heart that has been bothering you, tell God about it. And don't take it back with you. Drop it at his feet. Drop it at his feet. Drop it at his feet. You are not at your final bus stop. Drop it at his feet. Drop it at his feet. Drop it at his feet. And tell him, Father, I thank you because you are taking me higher. In Jesus' name. Showword Assembly is a Bible teaching ministry operating at different locations. Every Sunday by 9 a.m., we experience supernatural encounter with God as we worship Him and drink from the fountain of His Word. Every Thursday, we meet at 6 p.m. for teaching, prayer, and breaking of bread. If you need a church that will equip you to grow in the faith, empower you to succeed in life and give you a platform to serve the Lord. Welcome to Shoreward Assembly. To learn more about us, visit shorewardassembly.org. Remember, with God all things are possible, so expect a miracle today. And when you're coming for the next service, bring a friend along. Shoreward, Raising Champions.